Hello, hello, hello. This is Sean Johnson of Back to Earth with New Path Wellness Group. I am your host, board certified integrative health and essential oils coach. And I am super, super, super excited to have our guest today. Her name is Ms. Shirley Bellany. She is a Caribbean herbalist and holistic wellness coach. Um, she's gonna give us some really good gems on how she healed herself from chronic fatigue and all the other things that she specializes in and where she started her, her health and wellness journey. Um, hi, Shirley. Thank you for coming hi, on. Sean. Thank you, thank hi, you, thank Sean. you. Thank you for having me. Yes, yes. So tell us about yourself and then tell us how you healed yourself. Yes. Hello, everyone. My name is Shirley, and I am a registered nurse, uh, Caribbean herbalist, and also holistic health and wellness coach. Um, so my passion is to help people who suffer from chronic fatigue so that they can accelerate their recovery and support them emotionally and also to reduce the amount of crashes that they get. Um, so I was uh, about... I would say maybe 18 years old when I started feeling tired all the time. Um, at that time, um, I was getting ready to immigrate to United States from the Caribbean. And I remember one thing that was different is that um, I had received about nine vaccines at the same time. Um, wow. So I was, I was going to turn 18, but I was 17. And um, after the vaccine, I came down with uh, a very high fever. And, uh, but they were, uh, they had said not to take any medication for fever because that was expected. And since then, my body has not been the same. I've been tired. Um, I get headaches. I feel dizzy. Um, and high school, like it was my last year of high school, I actually almost, uh, missed the whole year. I had to be home for six months because whenever I stood up, my heart rate will go so high and I feel dizzy. And um, so I, I had to be in bed most of the time. So wow. that, that's how it started uh, for me. And then from then on, things just kind of keep progressing. Um, Later on, I understand, you know, uh, it was mostly information because almost everything, every disease, every illness has information component uh, to them. So my immune system really got overloaded with all the vaccine and, um, you know, the preservative that was in them. It was different. My body just couldn't handle all of that at once. One time. Um, wow. Yes. So wow. that's how I remember uh, the fatigue uh, started for me. And uh, from then on, I started having a lot of uh, cramping and pain, joint pain. But of course, um, I was being told it was just that it was a different environment. My body was trying to adjust, um, you know, and I, I was a teenager I'm in school, like it was just changes in my body. So that's that's what, you know, all the doctors kept telling my dad, almost kind of dismissing um, things. And then um, I would have really um, severe pain when I have my period to the point that I will pass out. Wow. Because it was so bad, yeah. 
Wow, that's crazy as an as a teenager. So mm-hmm. when did you equate it to the vaccines as a, when you were a teenager or as you got older and started learning more and thinking about, you know, okay, that's probably where I developed all of this. When did you uh, so it wasn't until I would say maybe two, two years uh, ago, I should say that I kind of put all of it together because during this whole time, I never um, really connected that. All I, I, uh, so what I did is I went and do a timeline. I, um, I completed a course with uh, um, the functional medicine with Dr. Mark Hyman. I did the functional nutrition course and as I was doing it I started doing my own timeline um, to find out where all my symptoms started and how I get to where I I am now because um, things had progressed to be so bad for me from having endometriosis and uh, several miscarriages to later on develop Lyme disease it was just that my body was just not acting itself. And then after that, I was told that I had some unspecified uh, connective tissue disorder. So my own body is attacking itself, but attacking my connective tissue. So eventually um, you would think that like my body will become almost like a, like a soft thing because then my connective tissue will not. So it was like, okay, the body, God made the body perfectly. He said that he created us perfectly. Yes. And I, I am I am a Christian. So everything I do is at the base of my belief because I believe life itself comes from the creator. So I said, I know that I was not create broken. Uh, the creator did not make a broken body. He said right. he made me perfectly. So right. something had to happen whether it's when I was a child to now that start creating this problem. Um, so I did the timeline trying to remember when I really start feeling like I, I got sick. And then that's where I kind of equated. Okay, I remember it was right after I got those vaccine, I got really, really sick, like really high fever. Um, I remember I got the measles, the mumps, wow. the rubella. They give me all of them at once because... Mm. Growing up in Haiti, we don't need to take all that vaccine. You only mm. need, I believe you only get polio and uh, perhaps the BCG, which was to protect from uh, tuberculosis. Mm. So, so my body wow. was not used to all of that. And in order for me to come here to the United States, I had to you get had to have all, all, of all of them that the children here had received and they give it all to me at once. Wow, wow. So, okay, so fast forward, you realize that in the timeline, you know, you, you um, triggered, you know, found what your trigger was and the source. Now, how did you start to transform your, your body into a healthier body? How did you start, you know, implementing those things that you learned from Dr. Hyman and things like that? Um, so I started doing work on myself way before, um, before um, Dr. Hyman. Uh, when I was about 20 years old, uh, actually I was about to turn 20. And um, I, I, at that time I was in school um, 
I was, even though I was going through all this ordeal, I was a brilliant student. Of course, whenever it was time for my period, I would be passing out in class, sending me to the school nurse or ambulance come getting me. Wow. But I was such a high achiever. Nothing can stop me right, from right. doing things. And I'm a bookworm. So I made it to graduation and got um, several scholarships. So I ended up being selected. I was one of five Black students selected to attend uh, a school, a prestigious school in New Jersey. And of course, it was a high honor for me and my uh, dad. And I remember I was coming home from um, Christmas vacation, and it was one day before my birthday, because I'm, I'm the Christmas baby. Okay, you're Christmas um, Happy belated <laughs> birthday. Okay. <laughs> so, um, as I, I, I took the train and I just didn't feel well at all. It was like something happened in my body. And I, um, at the time I had met a, a Jamaican uh, uh, OBGYN and I made an appointment and I said, I, I was going to see her. So I went and see her, we got a lot of tests and she's like, what you describing almost sound like endometriosis, but we just want to make sure. So, um, I had seen her prior. So I went, did all the tests and everything. And my result was supposed to be one day before my birthday. So <clears throat> I went to her uh, thinking that I didn't really know much about endometriosis. Uh, you know, I was just into my school. I just know that I hate having a period because of all the things I went yeah. through. Mm -hmm. And um, she said, I have good news and I have bad news. Which one do you want first? <laughs> So of course I'm like, give me the bad one first because at least I can get it out of my system. And so she sat me down and she said, um, you know, your tests are positive for endometriosis. Um, it's very severe. You have a lot of packets that uh, are scarred. Uh, so most likely we may have to do uh, surgery. And also at 20 years old, I already had two fibroids. Um, so she said, uh, there's a possibility that I may not be able to have children if they do the surgery because of the scar tissue. Now, this is somebody who's turning 20. Right. Um, I just met my boyfriend for the first time. Okay. <laughs> I had a boyfriend <laughs> before and it was like, like, what do I do? Uh, how soon do, that, do I have to make that decision? Mm -hmm. And you know, when you hear, when doctors give you news, it feels like you're a fish out of water. Yeah. Because, you know, they're giving you so much. At one time. Like, yes. And the mm -hmm. decision you got to make. And I'm like, I got to talk to my dad. I have to talk to my boyfriend because I just meet him. And mm -hmm. knowing my culture, not having children will be something that we have to discuss, mm -hmm. you know. So, yeah. And, uh, and then she told me, she said, you young, you don't have to do it tomorrow. Right. Uh, good. You good. don't have to do it next month. She said, I have to tell you the other thing that may happen is if we go in there, there's so much scar tissue, we may have to remove your uterus. And I know that's something that is big. And she said, um, if you want, you can try to see if you can have a child first. And then uh, that may help things a little bit better. We may not even have to do the surgery. And to me, once she gave me that, I thought, okay, at least there is something that something, yeah. 
I can do. So what do I do? My grandparents, you know, they know everything about herb. I've been using herb myself, but not um, like they do. Like I, I, I know what to do. I take my tea when it's cold season, things like mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. But I wasn't thinking it in that way. And so she gave me that leeway. And so I talked to my aunt, I talked to my dad, um, and I talked to my boyfriend at the time. And he's like, nope, not having children is not an option. So if we mm. know we can maybe have a child, that's what we'll do. So we agree on, and while we were in college, to get married and um, to start trying. And so, but before that, I took about a year just to work on myself. Okay. I had heard, um, I was listening to a show on the radio and there was a holistic doctor, a black doctor who was talking about fibroid. And uh, one thing I heard her saying, she was talking about microwave, like microwave food. Mm -hmm. And she gave uh, an experiment to do with microwave. And of course I'm in campus, I eat microwave food. Uh, and she said, <laughs> yeah. And she said, um, do an experiment with water. Take take two plants, same plant, and uh, water one with water that was heated in the microwave but has been cooled off, and then water one with regular filter water and see what happened. And the, the science nerd that I am, because I was in pre-med at that time, okay. um, I wanted to be an OBGYN, so I said, uh, you know, let's get it. So right. I did that experiment. I did that experiment for a month. The plant that was being watered with the microwave water died. Died, I know. Died. <laughs> and uh, the other plant thrived. And I thought to myself, plant is not so far from us. So if that can happen to the plant, right. that's what happened to our cells also. Right. Because we're made of the earth. Yes. And so I'm like, so I tried to understand the phenomenon, why that happened. Um, till this day, I was thinking to actually redo that experiment again, because that was so long ago. And uh, she said one thing for people of African descent is that our body hold on to estrogen, the fact that we are living in a different environment, and certain things will actually make things worse, all the pesticides convert into estrogen. And she talked about chicken, I'm not a big meat either, mm -hmm. um, to say. But like in school, when I'm hungry and there's nothing available, yeah, I'll eat whatever they have. And right, a lot right. of times they have chicken, chicken or balls. Yeah, 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 this yeah. kind of thing. So if I didn't bring anything from home to cook in campus, then that's what I eat. So I said, okay. And she said um, to try to cut into this thing. She was talking about being vegan and all that. Um, at the time. So what I did, I decided, I said, okay, I'm, I'm all about testing things. So I said, I'm going to give it a try. So I stopped eating chicken or any kind of meat mm -hmm. for about a month. And the cramping got better. Like wow. I didn't pass out when mm -hmm. I had a period anymore. Um, and then um, my face at one point, my face just kind of blew up. I never had acne. And then mm -hmm. my face was just covered up and my face started clearing up. And so it went from there. And then later, you know, little by little, I add a lot of herbs, of course. I was using um, essential oils, not all of them, but at least I always add lavender and eucalyptus that I will get from 
the Jamaican market next to me. So I was doing that and get myself, you know, in order, no more um, dairy and stuff. I love cheese. Mm -hmm. And that was a hard thing for me to kind of give up. Um, but I, I wanted to do whatever it takes. And I did that. And to my great surprise, um, the fibroid had shrunk. Mm. So they told me till this mm. day, I never had to do any um, surgery. surgery for it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, the endometriosis got better, like the scar tissue and the inflammation started dissolving. Nice. Um, I do a lot of uh, bath. Um, that's something we do in Haiti. We do a lot of uh, uh, Epsom salt baths? Herbal, yeah. Herbal, herbal baths. baths? Yes. Herbal baths. Okay. Yeah. Yep. I yep. do soak my feet, bathe in it. I'll mm -hmm. get something we call vapor also. Vapor is what you would call a sit bath. Okay. So I will do that too. Um, and um, I did get pregnant. I did miscarry. And then we tried again. And uh, I ended up having um, my son who ended up being born with uh, a tumor in his heart, which mm. I truly believe it was something that kind of passed on, like during the time in the making and the womb. Right. right. So that, right. but that's just like my own theory. And yeah, yeah. And from then, I just keep doing my holistic things, even though I was still in, I switched from pre meds to nursing because the nurses made such a difference in my life when I went to that doctor's office. Okay. It took the time to talk to me. I mean, I was like, this is what I want to do. Like, nice. I, yeah, I don't want to have 10 minutes with patient. Right. Next, next, next. Right. I want to be able to make an impact. So from then on, I kind of left my medical scholarship go down the drain and, wow. and, and went and, and studied nursing. nursing. Mm -hmm. that, and it, become, it became a passion for you. Yeah. So, you know, so there's three things that you said that's, that resonates with me. At the beginning, you said within 30 days, you felt a difference. And that was just changing out and switching out things that you were eating and um, eating more herbs and, and um, fruits and vegetables, things like that, right? Yes, yes. Then you were, you know, knowing your body and you're like, wait a minute, you know, my face, cleared up and you noticing the changes almost immediately, right? Mm -hmm. Because what, what happens is, and as a coach, you know, both of us are coaches and as a coach, you know, our, our clients are like, okay, but how long is this going to take? Or, you know, or will I be able to eat this again? Or, or will I be able to eat that again? And you knowing that when you took those things out of your diet, your body started to heal itself. And that's what at the beginning, like you said, you know, God made us perfect. So our body is made to heal itself. If we give it the right fuel, if we, get, if we treat it right, it's going to heal itself. Yeah. We treat our cars better than we treat our bodies. You know what I mean? So, you know, that was one of the other things. And then for you to find that passion or, or knowing that the nurses are more, are make, making a bigger impact than the doctors are, and being able to, you know, let that scholarship go, like you just said, you know, that takes a lot of courage because, you know, school is expensive, period, right? Education, higher education is expensive. And for um, Black people, it's even more expensive because we don't have the resources or, you know, or the, the money in the family down the, you know, 
to, to do that and for you to just know, I want to be a nurse, forget it. I don't want to be that person that just says next, next, next. And, you know, what's going on today? Okay, we'll just give you a script because that's what I think, you know, when it comes down to doctors in my experience, what, what, what's going on? What's your script? And like you said, the nurse makes more of an impact. So now here you are, fast forward, you're a nurse, right? So tell mm -hmm. me your, um, we have a few minutes. Tell me how you transitioned from, or what made you transition from a conventional nurse to a holistic nurse? And how's that made an impact in the people that you're serving? Um, yeah, so during the whole time while I was um, still working as a nurse in the hospital, um, <clears throat> I started with adult med search. One thing I will do is when I'm doing my assessment, I'll be giving them massages. Um, I try, even though it wasn't really something that the hospital was doing, but mm -hmm. I had put that into what I was doing. I will take time, talk to them uh, when I'm doing the teaching and really focus on what they eat. Um, that was a big one for me. Um, and of course, I realized that I didn't always have the time to really do that impact that I really wanted to make. Oh, I'm so sorry. That's okay. I had turned it off. Um, so I went from there realizing, you know what? Everything we do, it doesn't matter how much uh, we spend, how many scripts that we have. If we're still eating the wrong thing, um, healing is not going to happen as we want to. It may take place, but it will be slow. It doesn't matter um, the medication that you are taking. If you're not eating properly to support your body to get the nutrient, to get the proper fuel, it's not really going to be um, helpful. So that was one thing that I was going by this way. And then I ended up having um, Lyme disease, which I did the 28 days antibiotics, didn't really help. I couldn't find any help um, really. And I said, you know what? I know a lot of what to do. I'm just gonna go back to what I was doing. You know. I didn't really yeah. change my diet much mm -hmm. um, from when I was uh, eating, but um, I do love dessert. And I was while I was in nursing school, I was doing a lot of catering and personal chef for people so that I could pay for school. So I could make my own dessert. So whenever I, I had a sweet tooth, I just need to whip up my own cheesecake and right. that was, you know, so, so even though I was eating, I was eating healthy, I was doing all the right things. I was exercising, but I was still struggling with um, sugar. And I okay. realized how many people, to me, almost everyone um, is struggling with sugar, whether it's mm -hmm. you love pasta or whatever it is. And so I start making that transition with doing a lot of teaching, education. And after I had chronic Lyme disease and then it became chronic fatigue, which was the hardest for me because nobody knew what to do or how to help. And I went on a journey. Uh, it took me about 10 months. I just say, okay, that's it. I'm just gonna focus truly on what is the cause of all this. So root cause. Root I went cause. from there. Yes, and I made myself a promise. When I started my car, after I went to see all the specialists and they say, well, you have markers for lupus and this and that, but 
you're not showing a progressive disease for us to put you on a treatment plan yet. So we wanna wait for the disease to, to make its force before we can actually put you on something. So I sat in my car and I'm like- What? Oh. Right. <laughs> That's what they do. That's what they do. They wait for it to get bad. And then they go, okay, we got to do treatment. We have to be extreme yeah. about whatever they do instead of, all right, we see the precursors. So let's do something about it now. They can't make any money that way. No. They can't make any money. <laughs> so I was told to come back in six months. So I started oh in my, my car. Um, I cried. And then I went home and I, I love high heels. So I packed all <laughs> my stuff in a black bag ready to be donated to the thrift shop because what's the point? I said to myself, the way I feel right now, I feel like I'm dying and I got to oh, wow. wait until the, and then, so I did that. And then I remembered, I'm like, wait a minute, Shirley. What are you doing? You heal yourself. You heal your child who was born with a heart tumor and was sent home to die. And he just turned 16, by the way. I'm like, wait a minute. What are you down. doing? I said, yes. yeah. I'm like, when was the last time God had ever left me alone? So I cried and I cried and I pray and I say, Lord, if you give me another chance at life, if I survive this, because I had brain swelling. So oh, wow. I was not making sense in my words anymore because the, the inflammation was taking over, uh, which the component of chronic fatigue now that become uh, myalgic encephalitis, which they're calling ME. Okay. So I made that promise. I said, God, if you heal me, if you help me heal, I promise I am going to take this opportunity and help anybody who's suffering from this disease to let them know that there is hope and that they can get better. And yes. it was a challenge, but guess what? You're here. The most high, the most high listen. Yes. And deliver. And from then on, I'm like, you know what? This is my calling. My calling is nursing. Yes. And my calling is also focusing on these people who feel hopeless, who feel like you practically handed a life sentence because you are told there is no cure and this is how it's going to be until it progresses. Right. So, right. Yeah. Wow. Um, wow. So my clients really, when I work with them, um, I'm more like a laid back and the background person. I am. Um, I'm an introvert and an extrovert if I want to. Me too. And so for, for me to watch them progressing or for them to write to me or call me and text me and say, hey, by the way, you know, um, I, I work with truck drivers a lot. Uh, this seems to kind of grab to me perhaps because my dad is a truck driver and I okay. kind of help him too. For somebody to, to tell you, hey, by the way, my fatigue was due because of diabetes and um, my hemoglobin A1C went from 12 to 5.1 after working with you and I lost 30 pounds like you know and that's, that's a truck driver a, yeah it's like I say all the glory to the most high not me right right I'm just a vessel you know but I'm happy that I can make a difference in someone's life even if it's only one person at a time because exactly. that, that, that's my passion and that's my calling wow Wow, that, wow. <laughs> so all you can do is say, wow. You know, your testimony is amazing. And um, 
all of the things that you mentioned and touched on. Like you said, you just had to go back. You had to just calm down and go back to, wait a minute, I have the tools. Why mm -hmm. do I let, you know, why do I let man discourage me in knowing I know my God is going to heal me? I just have to do what I, I just have to do my part. Yep. Right. And that's basically it. That's basically it. And then you, like you said, your passion with, um, especially truck drivers, like you said, because they stop and go, stop and go, you know, and they're, they're mm -hmm. eating on the road. You know what I mean? Yes. They're eating on the road. Um, so to be able to get people in that way to make changes and feel it and know it, you know, it's the same thing with my clients. I'm the same way. I'm an introvert, introvert extrovert when I need to be type of thing. Right. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, this is, this is, but it's so rewarding when you're with clients and they do come back and say, I feel so much better, you know, with just simple things, not, they're not buying medications, they're not buying a bunch of supplements, they're just, you know, using things of the earth. That's the reason why my podcast is called Back to Earth, right? Is, you know, using things of the earth. Um, we'll have to come back and have a conversation about your son, you know, <laughs> but after they told you you couldn't have any children, tell us how many children you had. Your tell us how many children you have. I am a mom of five. See, yay, <laughs> yay! Yes. When they told you something different, right? God yes. is good. God is good. Oh my goodness. Okay, yeah, so I tell us my how. My doctor, my doctor joked and told me, uh, you know, you become too fertile right now. We kind of have to stop. <laughs> <laughs> You became too yeah. fertile. <laughs> wow, that is amazing. That is absolutely amazing. Um, tell us what, where to find you, and um, and what do you have going on next? Okay, so um, currently, right now, I am on Instagram. So my endo uh, is uh, at Lakai Ancestral uh, Wisdom. Spell um, that. It's uh, L-A-K-A-Y-A-N-C-E-S-T-R-A-L, Wisdom, W-I-S-D-O-M. So, Lakai, ancestral wisdom, Lakai means back home, almost oh. like go back to earth. Yes, so yeah. The earth is our home, so back home. <laughs> ancestral wisdom, you know, the wisdom of our ancestors, what ancestors, they you know yeah. to do. Um, on uh, Facebook also is the same thing for my um, uh, page. And I do have a group on Facebook. It's called End Fatigue and uh, Fuel Your Body with Shirley. So if you start typing End Fatigue, you will see me come up. So this group is to support uh, people who are struggling with chronic fatigue, whether they are diagnosed or not, um, and as a way to help them to teach them some tips and techniques not to become a victim of uh, chronic fatigue because that is something that can become disabling. Um, I'm also on the web and it's uh, www.lakaiwisdomhealth.com. And uh, currently right now for the month of uh, January, I'm talking all about goal and mindset for healing, how you can actually use your mind, your thinking toward your recovery. That's very nice. important. And um, 
what I may give you uh, also for your listener is I do have an ebook. It's about because I cover several facets because the, uh, chronic fatigue has so many roots and attack the entire system in your body. Um, so I kind of cover each part of them. And this one is all about your hormone. It's a quick guide to understand hormone and chronic fatigue. And okay. so I will probably be giving you that link and uh, you guys can just download it for free. It has a lot of uh, information in there related to what you could do, what you can eat, some of the exercise you could do to help uh, optimize your um you know, your hormones um, and your immune system as well, because everything is really kind of uh, connected. connected and yes. related. Yep. Yes. Mm -hmm. And uh, okay. for people, if you wish to uh, work with me, I work with men and women. Um, most of my clients are between the age of 30 and um, 60. Um, I have a high range. So um, I have a six month program which is uh, all about taking you from step one all the way to recovery uh, for chronic fatigue. It, it's focused on repairing the mitochondria, which is where you make your energy. Mm -hmm. um, you, you, we focus on that, we focus on your hormone. Again, it's 24 weeks, so every week we cover something different and it's uh, pacing because if you are familiar, people who suffer from chronic fatigue, you cannot overload yourself. So right. you kind of have to build on little by little. And we mm -hmm. talk about pacing a lot, which is finding your threshold or your sweet spot, really, I call it, right. where you, you just can't go over that one so you don't have a crash. And by, what I mean for a crash is you did something, you felt great, you did something, and the next day you practically right. have to stay in bed because right. you can't even stand up yeah right um, right so put yeah. your um put that put your link in the chat so that i can um make sure i put that in the uh information when I, when we post this yes absolutely and i want to thank you thank you thank you again for being a guest i'm so excited about your story there is so much more to learn about you and um, and being able to share this with our listeners. This is Back to Herbs on Tuesdays at eight o'clock. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Miss Shirley. Thank I you will for put the link. I will put the link in in the um, in the information, the description, and also this is Back to Earth with New Path Wellness Group. Join us on newpathwellnessgroup.com and on Facebook and Instagram for more information and um, check out our next podcast and our Thursday, um, Love Yourself Thursdays at 7 p.m. Thank you. Thank you again for night. having me and uh, take care, everybody. Yes.